Hey everybody, welcome to the BSN Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about the delicious, certified gluten-free breads, bagels, English muffins, and other baked goods that are made right here in Johnstown, Colorado. Canyon Bakehouse's gluten, dairy, nut, and soy-free products make it easy for families to enjoy the taste and texture of fresh bread so everyone can love bread again. Find them at any major grocery store in the freezer or fresh bread aisle, or purchase online and visit canyonglutenfree.com to grab a coupon. Off a high screen, Dorian, kick to the corner, Feirano for three, it's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores, J.D. Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. of Colorado State fans. We are back with another edition of the BSN Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. It is Monday, September 9th. Uh, we're now a couple days removed from the victory over Western Illinois. Had a chance to hear from Mike Bobo today at his weekly press conference. He actually ended up addressing the media for like 27 minutes. Part of that was because there was an out-of-town guy that had to ask a bunch of questions at the end, but it ended up kind of benefiting everyone just given that we got more content out of it. But overall, Bobo was still really positive just with how his team has responded in these first two weeks. Um, he, I think he's realistic going into this Arkansas game, knows that you know winning it would be tough it'd be a big deal to win it but i think they're they're confident too so i don't think they're going in thinking like we're going to get our butts kicked or anything like that i mean he is 7 and 1 against arkansas in his career 1 and 0 since coming to csu but little bit different level of talent from when he was at georgia to when he was here nonetheless uh, the arkansas coaches actually think this CSU team is a lot better than the CSU team that that beat them last year. Obviously, some luck played into that in the comeback, but still still just one of the, the better wins that CSU football has, has ever had, to be honest. I mean, it was a, I've said multiple times that Arkansas was a terrible team last year, and to be honest, they're not a very good team this year either. 0-2 to start the year, uh, offense really struggling to, to find any kind of identity, but a win over an SEC team is a win over an SEC team and got to take them when they come. So I'm looking for just a competitive game this weekend when 
when the Rams go down to Fayetteville. Uh, one of the things I wrote about in my article on Colin Hill is that this game can just be a confidence booster for the team moving forward if they're able to have a solid showing. Reference the 2013 and 2017 seasons. Both of those years, CSU went down to play number one Alabama on the road, obviously didn't win either one of those games, but had respectable showings in both really strong days against the Crimson Tide. Uh, That 2013 game ended up being like 31-6, but it was a lot closer than the the score necessarily indicates. I think it was 17-6 going into the fourth quarter, so they they hung around, and after that, the Rams were able to kind of use that as a confidence booster, and they went 3-1 and one in those games that came after the lost Alabama. 2017, CSU goes into Alabama, throws like 20-plus points on the board. Pretty good day overall. Um, one of the best games that I've gotten to cover on the road. I, I just had so much fun at that game, but not going not gonna to gush over Alabama right now. The point of it was coming out of that game CSU went on a tear they were 4-0 and after that game um in 2017 that is and Nick Stevens was phenomenal that's that was kind of the the second point of the the article was that not only did the the teams really respond well after going down and, and competing against SEC defenses and seeing that they could do it but the quarterbacks really came out with a new sense of swagger Uh, Garrett Grayson doing so in 2013 coming out because a lot of people forget that the Rams kind of stumbled in that 2013 season came out of the gate lost to CU in Tulsa week three they beat Cal Poly um, but not as convincingly as they should have and then after going down to Tuscaloosa and, and competing well that team really they just discovered themselves in the second half of the year that team ends up going on to win the the New Mexico Bowl against Washington State, 2017, pretty much a, a similar situ- situation. The Stevens wasn't as poor, you know, as uh, Grayson was in those first couple of games of the 2013 season, but he he struggled a little bit, especially against Colorado. Definitely didn't have a good game there. But um, after after playing against Alabama, we just saw. A new kind of Nick Stevens, he comes out, leads the Rams to four straight victories in conference play, those 12 touchdowns, 1,200 yards, zero picks in the process. So I'd like to see this game be a similar just stepping stone, I guess, would be a way to put it for Colin Hill. Go down, have a solid showing against a talented defense in a hostile environment on the road, and then moving forward, I mean, you're not going to face any anything nearly as athletic or an environment nearly as intense as you're going to have to go through this weekend. So after this, you know, I just, I think it could be a big moment for CSU if they're able to compete well. On on the other hand, you know, you could go down and just get beat down. And that's what happened when the Rams went to Gainesville last year, just got destroyed by the Gators, were never really in it. Uh, brutally hot day, really humid as well. So tough, tough conditions to plan, especially when you're not used to it. But really just a disappointing day overall at Florida last year. And this game could very well go that way, too. I, I don't expect it to, just given the, the talent level on this team compared to that 2018 team. And just the general you know attitude. I think that's a little bit corny to say. But 
I think they're, they, they'll show a lot more fight than that 2018 team did, especially when things started to get ugly. It was just a, a brutal game overall, give up a couple touchdowns on special teams. So when stuff goes that bad, I mean, you could just say it, when it rains, it pours. It was just a brutal game overall. But uh, we're going to go to break in a second. But before we do so, I just kind of wanted to play some audio from Mike Bobo talking about the Arkansas game. Okay, uh, guys, thanks for coming today. Uh, you know, I saw you after the game, but uh, it was a good win for, for Colorado State. Um, any win is a good win. The great thing about it is after watching the film, I, I still think there's a ton of improvement that we can make as a football team. Uh, we'll take today and we'll go over the, you know, the good stuff and we'll go over the bad stuff. Uh, then we'll start working on our opponent of Arkansas, who um, you know we're excited to go to, to, to Fayetteville and play Arkansas. It's obviously an SEC opponent. Uh, anytime you get a chance, uh, you know, to play in a stadium, uh, an SEC stadium, our kids get excited. Uh, I know they, you know, are one and one right now, uh, just like us. Uh, and you know, I know Coach Chambers really well defensively. Uh, he's got his defense playing extremely hard. Uh, pressuring the quarterback, running around on defense, offensively. To me, watching the film, it looked like they found their stride a little bit when they went with uh, Starkle, I believe that's his name, Nick Nick Starkle, the transfer from uh, A&M. Uh, seemed to click a little bit better offensively. Uh, so, hey, we got a big challenge. They're big up front. You know, we had a hard time last year stopping the run. Uh, they're athletic on defense, and they've got some skilled players uh, in the two receivers that uh, kind of scary. So we got a big challenge. Uh, you know, the most important thing that we got to do as a football team is correct our mistakes and go out and have a good week of practice and focus on us. It's time to take a second and acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of BSN Denver. Breckenridge is the original Colorado beer established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, and most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche, which is their classic American Amber Ale. But they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For you beer enthusiasts out there, they are calling this a light-hearted Kolsch Ale. But for those of you that have no idea what that means, this is that light, delicious summer beer that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. And make sure you also look out for the Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. We just launched it, and you'll be able to see all of the events we have planned where we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RSVP and have a good time. Welcome back to the BSN Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. We are going to talk about the Arkansas game so much over the next couple of days, so I wanted to keep things relatively brief today, just especially given that the Broncos open up the season tonight and some of you might be listening to this Monday night. I know a lot of you are probably going to wait until Tuesday morning, maybe listen to it on your commute to work, something like that. But nonetheless, I just wanted to keep it a little bit brief today. Uh, we're going to have tons of, of preview content for that Arkansas game. Obviously, a, a huge game for CSU to go down to SEC country and and just show yourself against you know a prominent team, I think. The fact that CSU has made a dedication to schedule up has been really good for the school. Uh, obviously, it's been good financially. You get a, a nice hefty payday when you play teams like Arkansas on the road. A little bit of a different agreement with the home-and-home home 
as Joe Parker explained on the podcast a couple of days ago, uh, originally supposed to just be a road trip with them, but then when things fell through, they ended up coming to Fort Collins last year, and now CSU will go to Fayetteville, but just scheduling against big opponents is how you raise the profile of your team. We saw Boise State do it throughout the mid-2000s, and then, you know, moving into the, the last decade, they have certainly continued that tradition. I think nobody is really, at least in the next couple of years, or just like looking at the past couple of seasons in the next couple of years as well, uh, nobody in the Mountain West has has scheduled quite as intensely and quite as frequently as CSU. Uh, part of that, I think, has to do with Joe Parker's connections, but part of that just has to do with CSU really trying to elevate themselves, especially after the new stadium. This Arkansas game will be another chance for the Rams to compete on a national level. So I'm excited to see how it plays out. Um, Like I said, though, we're going to keep things brief. We'll talk about that Arkansas game. Plenty, little bit of recruiting news on the CSU basketball front. Nico Medved picked up his first verbal commit for 2020. Um, Nice, nice to see. It's, it's, Early, obviously, but Isaiah Rivera, six foot five wing uh, out of Illinois, commits to CSU. Highly touted guy. Uh, Prephoops.com wrote that he's a top five player coming out of Illinois. Had offers from Loyola, Chicago, St. John's. So some some pretty decent basketball programs definitely showed interest in him. A uh, source that I have close in the program said this is a guy that can. They can do it all. He's He's got great character, loves to compete, a high-energy guy on defense, versatile scorer on offense. He can play. You know, he's a guy who can – he could be a two or a three depending on how you use him and, and how the rest of the floor ends up lining up. But great pickup for Medved early in the recruiting period. It is the beginning of the recruiting cycle, so you're going to see things start to pick up for CSU in the coming weeks. I know that multiple members of the staff will be recruiting this week, so should be a, a pretty big couple of weeks for for the team before they start official practices here in a couple of weeks. So I'm really excited to see what the basketball team has going, and we're definitely going to have plenty of basketball coverage as soon as that starts to pick up. Um, big year, year two under Nico Medved. I have high expectations. I'm not sure. I'm not sure they're necessarily going to win a a ton more games than they won last year I do think they'll win a decent amount more just given the amount of talent but I think there's definitely going to be some ups and downs just given how many new bodies there are in that locker room Uh, but the talent is certainly there and from from everything that I've gathered that the attitude is just so much better this is a locker room full of players that are committed to what Medved and his staff want to do I think this is a staff that can do great things they have all the resources necessary and there are guys that just get it. Medved is a guy who understands the the limits of what just the limits of, you know, being in a mid major program, but he knows how to work the system. He knows how to generate support, certainly a, a community favorite. So so big things come in for CSU basketball in year two, and then I think next year especially, this is a program that could be really dangerous uh, moving forward. So interesting uh going to talk about hoops a lot in the next couple of weeks especially as the once we start to go to practices and stuff we'll try and get some of the coaches on the podcast if possible 
Uh, you never know, they're pretty busy, but we will definitely try. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all we have on the podcast today. Uh, big weekend for a lot of Next Level Rams. Michael Gallup had a great day for the Cowboys, seven receptions, 150 plus yards. Preston Williams with a pretty nice showing as well. Uh, the Dolphins got curb stomped in that game by Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, but Williams had a really nice catch in the back of the end zone, a toe tapper where he had to manipulate his body and make a really athletic play. Reminded me a little bit of one of the catches he had against Arkansas last year, coincidentally enough, but we will talk plenty of football in the next couple of days, so thank you to everyone that listened, as always. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you to everyone that subscribed. Uh, We are not currently running that sale anymore, but you can always subscribe to BSN Rams. We have so much cool content going on, and honestly, it's only going to get better in the next couple of weeks. So great time to subscribe. But anyways, always appreciate the support. Have a great night.